Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Chloe Trujillo and Rav Medic with a banger of a new single, Lightning Strikes Twice. Right now, I'm being joined by Chloe and Mark to share some more information about this track, what went into it, what's going on. So, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, yes. Yeah. Good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody who can show me how to do whatever it is that you've done with this call is a pleasure. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Jurassic Park right now. It's really weird. I know. It's great. Uh, the raptor's going to come any any minute now. Um, sweet. Yeah, so this is fantastic. I was just looking back, Mark, because we have a relationship. We've been working together for a while here, and I was looking back at some of the bands that you sent me before in the past. Shadow yes. Queen. Shadow Queen. Mm, those guys are good. Those guys are good. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. just the other day, you plopped me a, an email and said, hey, by the way, lightning does strike twice. <laughs> and here's proof of it. So uh, take us through... This track, how did we get from wherever it started in its uh, point of origin to where you are now chatting with me here on my little my little show in Canada? Well, um, Chloe and I, who are both in Los Angeles, um, we got asked to do this charity show at a venue called The Troubadour mm-hmm. in like, downtown LA. And um, it was... We both had to send in like remotely, like our music and our videos, and and then we connected on social media and we listened to each other's stuff. And I was like, you know, would you be interested in maybe we could do a collab together? Um, and then yeah, from there we just I just sent her um, some guitar tracks and she just sent back vocals. And then yeah, before we knew it, we kind of we had a song ready to go, ready to be mixed. Before you knew it, you were playing tennis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and us, well. <laughs> we're sweating that day. Very yeah. athletic day. Yeah. That's actually the day we met in person. Mm, mm, true. Because everything was uh, remote, you know. The, the Troubadour event was all remotely for every artist. And then we mm. just sent each other. So he sent me guitar tracks. I added vocals. It was just via email. Uh, and sometimes I think a few phone calls and, and we never actually met in person until we played tennis together. Wow. <laughs> Virtual song creation. Is that something that is new for you guys because of the pandemic or is that something totally. that you're, yeah. For me, at least totally new. Yes. Yeah. What was the most challenging thing about that? Uh, you know, what's weird is it wasn't really challenging at all. Uh, yeah, because um, it just kind of felt kind of effortless because I just kind of set her the guitar and some drums, and all she was was she was working on sort of melodies and vocal lines. I was kind of able to just go into a local studio and put down some bass and some synth, and it, it just kind of flowed together really smoothly. Um, to so me, it's actually yeah, it was it was the opposite of any problems. I think it went faster because. Mm. Um, there's no, you know, when you get in the studio with other musicians, you always like chit chat, blah, blah, blah. And you talk about things. And then by the time you start working, maybe an hour has passed. I mean, not, maybe not everybody's like that, but this was like, I work on my own. I do this. I 
email it to Mark and then he was doing the same thing and it was like really the, like uh, uh, yeah I thought it was uh, working a lot faster that way mm-hmm. no actions you know yeah super productive no yeah no, no farting around for an hour or two or three yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That that never happens in a studio. <laughs> Bass player shows up if at all. All right. Drummers are always late. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So you mentioned having some guitar tracks. I'm curious. Um, like the campfire version of the song, was it like an acoustic guitar that you had that you had a, a, an idea for? Maybe with a vocal idea. How did it start? Um. I'm always kind of writing songs all the time. So I think for that one, I think I'd actually track the guitar for that one. So I had like an actual electric guitar and I had just like a basic drum pattern. Um, I sent her like four or five different ideas. Like I think a couple of them were acoustic. Um, I sort of write everything on acoustic first. It's sort of, I'm sort of like, if it sounds good on acoustic, then it's going to sound good heavy uh, rather than the other way around. Um, So, yeah, I just sent her like four or five options and she sort of leaned towards that one. And yeah, we just kind of kept developing it till it started to sound like a like a proper song. <laughs> mm-hmm. how, yeah. do you, how do you transition from the campfire tune to a heavy proper song? How do you make that transition? Uh, um, well, I think because I'm like a bass player normally, I'm, I'm very much, when I write my riffs, I probably don't write it like a normal guitar, so I kind of write it more like rhythmical, so I'm kind of thinking of the beat or the groove before anything else. So I think that's why even on the acoustic guitar, even though it's, yeah, it's an acoustic guitar, I, I'm still yeah, sort of thinking exactly rhythm. That's how I yeah. felt it, because mm. the, I, I picked that song, and uh, I mean, the, there's other ones that I liked on there, but mm. it felt... You could feel the groove behind it, and that helped me tremendously to write the uh, vocal melody and mm. and uh, uh, yeah, I mean melodies, different patterns, and all this because I really felt you know not like it's your typical acoustic guitar track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. guitar players would tickle it, but a bass player would just handle it like a monkey. Maybe yes. I'm, I'm also surrounded by bass players. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's interesting because bass players have a very different approach to the guitar. Um, well, generally speaking, most bass players are kind of really heavy-handed, just like because of the way they kind of play. Should um, be, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like what I'm like as well. I'm just kind of like hammering away at the acoustic. Um, but yeah, it's a different approach, but. I kind of like that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And then, uh, Chloe, you mentioned working on vocal melodies. Take us through that. How do you do vocal melodies, or how at least did you do it on this track? Well, on on this track, yeah, it's it's uh, actually my my approach personally when I work on my own songs is a little different. But on this track, because I didn't really know Mark, you know, I mean, I never met him. He sent me this, and so. I the first thing I sent him was just um, uh, sounds basically or syllables improv over um, over his track so I could write a melody like this and see if he liked that direction and then he liked it and then so 
then I started refining those uh, melodies, but no words yet, just syllables and sounds. Mm-hmm. And and after we were all all good and we had a structure down and you know some kind of arrangement, then I started writing the lyrics, all the words to to the song. Uh, but yeah, so it's different. You know, when I work on my own, it's sometimes I have lyrics already written and then I, I write chords and then I write the melody. Sometimes I have a melody that comes to me and 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 uh, and then I hear words to that and then I'll write the music later. I mean, it goes a bunch of different ways, but I never do. I never have to do like this kind of improv over something that's already there. Mm-hmm. when I do my own things because I write everything so but it was cool and I'm excited for the second tune and the third tune that we're gonna do <laughs> it's, it's uh yeah it was fun actually it was really a lot of fun yeah, yeah. now obviously we've mentioned a couple of tr- uh new tracks there did the process get easier once you got to know Mark get to know each other's workflow we're 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 just about to start. So Mark sent me uh, yesterday uh, uh, some new uh, tracks and uh, some new guitar tracks, and then uh, uh, and I'm going to start working on it. But I think it'll be now we have. I think that first one was uh, the test run, and 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 I think now we kind of you obviously know each other more and. Uh, we've gotten one song down, so I think it's going to get easier and, and maybe even faster as a process, or maybe not as fast because we're trying to refine it even more and make it even better. I don't know, but I think it'll be it'll be easier at least for the writing part. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and Chloe, when you were working on it, was it still like bare bones, skeleton, acoustic guitar, or were you working on it when it had already been heavyified? Oh yeah, no, it was, uh, I think that one was pretty bare boned. It was not, uh, and then he sent me, uh, more heavy, like electrified or <laughs> whatever you could call it, heavyified, uh, uh, as we went along, you know, um, you know, and adding, adding, you know, more instruments like a lead guitar and, you know, real drums and all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I already started working on it at the very, very bare bone um, thing, like uh, st- uh, stage. Yeah. yeah. Now, when it comes to lyrics, did you work on them by yourself, Chloe, or did you work with Mark on that? Uh, by myself. You were sad when but you said that. By yeah. myself. Well. <laughs> That's all I've been. I've been here in this room working on music and art all, all by myself. This uh, this whole uh, since the beginning of this pandemic, you know. Uh, but yeah, I sent stuff to Mark, and I mean, if he had notes on anything, uh, I would. You know, we would share our thoughts, and uh, and we would go from there. Um, it was actually a, a very smooth process i mean for me it was i don't know i hope mark agrees <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely yeah yeah was yeah, it super, sorry go ahead super, mark uh, it was super smooth actually it was uh yeah it was cool i loved it mm-hmm. <laughs> smooth criminal now uh was there an energy that spoke to you chloe as far as lyrics were concerned i mean how did you come up with the idea behind lightning strikes twice 
Well, he actually named that little guitar, like Mark had little different names for all the little tracks, and he told me um, that I could change the titles just for him to have a reference, you know, and, and I got actually inspired by that title. I was like, oh, Lightning Strikes Twice, huh? And so that, it came from there, yes. So... Th- I was debating whether or not to bring this up in the interview because it's actually kind of sad. But uh, a couple of days ago, somebody here uh, on a farm, their horses were struck by lightning. They had two horses and they were struck by lightning and they died. And I thought, that's kind of fitting. Lightning struck twice for that guy anyway. <laughs> I know. Why are you laughing, Mark? That's hard. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, by lightning strikes twice, I always viewed it as like, it's, it's like a, uh, you know, it, it never happens. It's yeah, except for that guy. I mean, technically, if you get struck by lightning in one spot, you can never be struck in that same spot again. I know. Just well, well, I don't know if those. <laughs> We're just pieces of the infinite, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Another piece of the infinite. And then you mentioned you went into the studio and you got some uh real tracks done so take us through that process how did that happen and i see that there are some additional people that popped in we have uh mr nick oshiro and mr robbie cutting what's going on yep so i've used nick oshiro a few times before he's he he does all his drums remotely also he has like a uh, like a d drum kit um like a hybrid type kit um so i just send him the guitar uh click track so he knows the tempo. Um, I don't really send him any notes or anything. I just completely trust what he's going to do. And then he'll just drum a couple of days. He'll send it back all mixed, ready to go. Um, and then I went in and added some bass to the track, so just a local studio. And then when Chloe was getting a little closer with the vocals and the melody, I was like, it needs a little bit more of something, so I, I just put some basic synth so under the choruses. And what else did we add there? Oh, yeah, Robbie is um, from a band back in Australia called Chasing Lana, and he's a really good guitar player. And after the second chorus of the song, there's this weird little spot where it just needed, it needed like a, I don't know what you call it, like a crescendo part there, so... I was like, do you want to put a solo on it? And then he's like, yep, cool. And then he just, the same thing, just in Australia. He just tracked the solo, sent it to me. I added it to the song, and then it was done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You had to flip the phase because it was recorded in Australia. So when you bring it up (laughs) to this side, it's upside down. So you flip the phase. Yeah. 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 Flip it a little bit. But this is a bad Australian job. I'm sorry. Uh, cool. All right. So we chatted about the charity event at the Troubadour. We chatted about composing the track virtually. Um, mm-hmm. Several of the elements that went into that. We chatted a little bit about uh, playing tennis and doing some athletic activities. Uh, <laughs> so maybe maybe take us a little bit more through the uh, the music video because it's pretty serious stuff. You know. Oh yeah. We're like that. We're serious. <laughs> super, super serious. It's pan- you've got the socks and we're panning up and everything. I'm like, whoa, and the music is coming in. we got the eyeliner and the, the hoods up and the tennis, yeah, yeah. tennis rackets. I'm like, what sinister yeah. stuff is going to happen twice today? 
Yeah. I, I think initially it was supposed to be Badminton. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I don't know, we kind of ditched that idea because it was kind of hard to find a Badminton court. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of went to tennis. And then I think Annie, the, Annie, the filmmaker, was like, well, what about basketball? Yeah, she had that, that spot where we filmed. Mm. Um, and I, so Anne is, uh, it is the, uh, uh, the woman that made uh, most of, uh, I mean, all of my recent music videos. So I, I reached out to her seeing if she wanted to uh, help us out with that one. And then I had sent her Mark's idea with the badminton. And um, and then you know, and then slowly she talked to us about the spot that she knew, which was an abandoned um, basketball court mm. in the middle of the like a you know state park in Malibu, uh, and uh, and so that's where we brought in the basketball as well as the tennis rackets, uh, and uh, yeah, and then from there. We just played. She had like a drone person, so uh, we had we were able to get these uh, oh, oh, um, like f- footages from like way high and yeah. That, um, those yeah. drone drones are amazing. That's the first time I've ever used one of those. Yeah, they're incredible. They're so loud though. How loud were they? They're loud. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> It's good. Good thing you guys hit mute and put the track in there. I wouldn't. wouldn't yeah. Known. Yeah, that was that was like yeah, especially those close up when you're playing tennis and that thing. You feel like you have a, a, a swarm of bees next to yeah. you. To that's got to be that's got to be disconcerting. You know, you're trying to yeah. you know show the world your art, and this thing is just a swarm of bees in one concentrated spot. It's just got to be. <laughs> Listen here, pal. Yeah. Cool. All right. An abandoned basketball court. That's something to keep in your back pocket, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool spot. It ended up looking a lot like a David Lynch movie, I thought, which I love. So. Yeah, that vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of mysterious vibe. Mm-hmm. And then, so we got a, uh, a bunch of studios all coalescing together. Chloe, did you go to a studio mm-hmm. to record or did you record? I recorded from right here. Okay. I have my mic set up right here. Um, I have my uh, interface and all my stuff, and this very laptop uh, is uh, where I have uh, my. Uh, I use Logic Pro, and um, yeah, yeah, you do Logic Pro. What? What? Boom! That's that's what I do, and so I recorded everything from here, and that's what I've been doing for the past year. You know, doing everything from here. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, I'm trying it's to think. Sorry, nice because you're like more independent, and you did you not stress on time, and you can just be on like I'm by myself, and I can just decide when I'm done and when I'm happy with it, or there's no pressure. You know, it's just I kind of like it. Yeah, are you good at deciding when it's done? No. Okay. No. Not so much. No. You know, because it's the same thing with artwork. You know, you can paint, 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 and and you can always add more or, you know, make something better. And and at some point, uh, but I had to learn to say, okay, this is this is done. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We've added Logic Pro X to the to the conversation. It's always a. Uh... <laughs> 
So is a plus. What, what? Okay, and then we chatted about Anne briefly. She makes music videos. She used a drone. It was like swarming bees. Uh, what else was there that we were going to chat about? Uh, I know that you guys are on the cover of Heavy Mag in Australia, so props for that. Um, yeah. Tell me more. How'd that yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, Chris, he, Chris um, Peters, he runs Heavy Magazine. I've kind of known him for about five years or so. He kind of knew of my my older band I had back in Australia and um, he sort of heard about this new project and he's like, hey man, you know, I might have a cover spot available and I'm like, yeah, that would be amazing. So it was kind of awesome. It was like the first song we released and then we're on the cover and it's like, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does yeah. that, I don't know, does that feel weird at all? Like for the first song to be on the cover? Did you, yeah, well, yeah, to just, you know, release something. I don't want to call it willy-nilly, right? But you just you collab on something, release it. I don't know what kind of expectations you had, obviously, but then all of a sudden to just, like, there you are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it was a little weird, but I think it was sort of like a culmination of everything that maybe both Chloe and I have been doing and kind of building up for a while individually. And, yeah, um, yeah it was cool. It was mm-hmm. pretty, pretty awesome. Um but yeah, so we did like the photo shoot for that while we were doing the video as well, and groovy. And then set up some promo, and then you reached out to me, and I was so heartfelt by that. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> groovy. Okay. One of my other questions is going to be, what's next? You guys have sort of dripped a little bit of uh, teaser that there's some more stuff coming. Yes. Yes, so Mark has been working on some, like, yeah, new ideas, and then he just sent it to me, and then I'm going to um, start working on vocals for that, too. And, yeah, if you want to talk more about it, Mark, because I know we have a drummer lined up, and going to get, yeah. Same guy? Yeah. Uh, it's a different guy. It's, it's uh, he, he was in my old band from Australia, um, and he's been wanting to do stuff together for a while and I said look I've got a couple of songs that I think would be perfect for you um, so he's really excited about it, he's an amazing drummer so mm-hmm. I can't can't wait to get him on there um, so this new stuff it's it, it's kind of a little bit little bit more heavier maybe I want to say um, but yeah I think now that I've now that I've done a song with Chloe and I kind of understand like her vocals a little more. I'm sort of like trying to dial in a little bit more of like her vibe, and that's kind of what Chloe was saying. The first song was kind of a tester, see see how it went, and I feel like every song we do should hopefully just hopefully just get better and better, mm-hmm. and possibly heavier and heavier. <laughs> it just keeps getting heavier. You but. were on the cover of Heavy Mag. That's a promise that you've made to the world, Mark. Yeah. yeah. has to be heavy. Yeah. Um, cool. We like it. You know, that's good. Yeah. 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 Boom. Okay. So we chatted about charity show, composing tracks virtually. We chatted about Malibu skate parks and abandoned basketball places. We mentioned a guy who lost two horses to lightning. We mentioned... Uh, Logic Pro. Mark laughed really hard, actually, when the guy lost his horses. What a jerk. And then um, <laughs> we got some new stuff coming up. We chatted about uh, tennis rackets instead of badminton rackets. I like badminton better myself, personally. 
Yeah, I haven't played badminton in forever. We'll have to do that, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> we'll kick a shuttlecock around for for a little bit. Get a get a drone, <laughs> film it. It'll be sweet. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. Did I miss anything, gang? Was there anything that we were supposed to chat about? Management said you got to hit these points, and I missed them. Is that? Is there anything? Um, uh, no. I think they covered everything, right, Chloe? Yeah, I, think think so. I think you did yeah. a good job with covering everything. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Cool. All right. Well, guys, thanks for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. And as long as the new stuff doesn't suck, we'll bring you back on. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.